Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 15th of March. Will the US Federal Reserve start speaking with a British accent? During the UK's trust debacle, the Bank of England was obliged to step in to provide emergency liquidity to the pension industry, as rising bond yields were creating disorderly markets. The liquidity dealt with the problem, and the Bank of England had no issue subsequently raising interest rates in a measured manner. In the absence of further US bank runs, it seems likely that the Federal Reserve will learn to speak King's English, spell the word Labour properly, and quite plausibly raise rates at their forthcoming meeting. Should they raise rates? Frankly, if I were on the FOMC, I would not be voting for a rate hike on economic grounds. Yesterday's consumer price inflation saw an increasing proportion of the index, with less than 2% growth. And while US households' fanaticism for going on holiday is keeping things like airfares growing, there are increasing signs that profit-led inflation is causing some consumers to rebel. However, as a British subject, I'm not allowed to sit on the FOMC. As this is a case of what the Fed will do, not what I think the Fed should do, markets do seem likely to assume a rate rise. The Federal Reserve is perhaps more Dick Van Dyke than King's English, therefore, but the Bank of England precedent does still seem relevant. There's more information out of the US on the economy, with producer price inflation and retail sales data released. Producer price inflation is perhaps more relevant to corporate pricing power, because most companies sell to companies. It's also perhaps less subject to profit-led inflation. Extra profit margin expansion is something that's more likely to occur with sales to the consumer. Nonsense like the owner's equivalent rent is, of course, not included in producer price data. Producer price inflation is a lot more close to a survey of real-world prices than is consumer price inflation. The year-on-year rate of the core producer price inflation is expected to have almost halved from its peak in 2022. For retail sales, the fiction of owner's equivalent rent is relevant because the cost of living of most US consumers is lower than the inflation rate that is represented by consumer price data and indeed by the personal consumer expenditure deflator as well. This is because owner's equivalent rent is pushing inflation up, and owner's equivalent rent is a price that absolutely nobody pays. There are some other things supporting retail sales, the natural hedonism of the US consumer, the rise of side hustles and jobs which are unrecorded in the official jobs data, and changing demand patterns. US retail sales include restaurant and bar spending, and spending in these areas seems to have become less cyclical in the US and indeed elsewhere. Nevertheless, the effect of nearly two years of poor pay bargaining power and negative real wages are expected to take their toll. One word of caution is not to pay too much attention to the idea that the data comes in above or below consensus. The consensus is based off such a wide range of forecasts as to be a fairly meaningless number. The UK Chancellor will unveil those few bits of the budget that have not already been leaked to the media. This is a piece of political theatre which doesn't really matter to economics. Longer-term plans should be treated with some scepticism, given the government's very low support in opinion polls at the moment. There are some final consumer price inflation figures from parts of the Euro Empire, 
which are very rarely revised and very rarely interesting. German February wholesale price data did sh slow quite sharply, however. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.